Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Politics Done Right. I am your host, Egberto Williams. This is the progressive program that will take the mystery out of politics. This is the program that will encourage you to make sure government becomes we the people. Whether you are liberal, conservative, or otherwise, you get to air your point of view. Remember, you can also send me a tweet to E-G-B-E-R-T-O-W-I-L-L-I-E-S. That is at Egberto Williams. Let us engage. It is politics done right. One, two, three, four. Well, 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 folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. Uh, this is Egberto Willis. We're going to have a great show today. Things are going crazy, as you know, with the election. We had uh, the FBI director now on an attack on Clinton. Many folks are not willing to quite say that. It is a concerted attack on, Clint, uh, on, on Hillary Clinton, no matter what you believe. The, the reality about it is this was a political event. Everybody is trying to, uh, both Democrats alike and Republicans, are trying to dance around the real issue. They're trying to make believe that the reason Hillary Clinton, uh, the, this new email attack is out, uh, is it, or it's, it's, a, it's something that he had to do, or if he didn't have to do it, he just made a mistake. This is a political attack on Democrats by a Republican FBI director under pressure from the Republicans. Make no mistake about it. Let's get the facts straight. This is a concerted effort to bring down Hillary Clinton. It is a calculated effort to bring down Hillary Clinton. So let's not, let's not make any bones about what this really is. Many people want you to believe that somehow this is a one so very ethical guy that he wouldn't do such a thing. The reality is there's no ethics, uh, there's no morals in what this person, there's no ethics in, in what, what this person has done. So let, let, let's, person, let, let's, what this person has done. So let's, 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 let do not, do not be dis, dismayed by what is occurring, however, because what we're going to talk about today is, is this serious? Is this a problem? So anyhow, let's go ahead and get busy with the show. Uh, let's start talking about the show. The panic is, I, I, I titled this show today, FBI Director's Biased Entry into Election May Help Hillary Clinton's Chances. And I really mean that. I think it's a wake-up call that we needed. The panic is on in the Democratic circles. Did the FBI director's October surprise change the election? Is it a net positive or a net negative for Hillary Clinton? I do not think it is bad at all. I mean, yes, we know what's going on, but I think we're getting a little lackadaisical. In fact, I believe it could be a net positive. I'll explain that Why starting when I start with the blog of the week. Anyhow, folks, what are your thoughts? Let's talk about it. I'll also be following the hashtag politics done right. And not only good morning, Mike Jones, I'm not only going to be following the hashtag politics done right, but the Twitter, remember that the Twitter is uh, Egberto Willis is my Twitter. Good morning, Rhonda. How are you doing this morning? So anyhow, no despair, folks. Panic, relative panic, but we'll, we'll go into that a little bit later. But suffice it to say, for those who are just coming online, There are two things that you've been hearing. You've been hearing that the FBI director, James Comey, is a man of stature. You've heard that this man, James Comey, is a respectable guy. 
you heard that this guy Comey, even as much as he's a Republican, a partisan Republican, that he's not a partisan Republican, but somehow he's a good guy. The reality is the Republican Party got to him and the attacks, the attacks got to him and he responded accordingly. I, I understand that. I understand it, Amanda. Uh, don't be worried. Just get people out there to vote. And that is what this show is also going to be about. You know, uh, this should be an empowering message. Uh, this attack on Hillary Clinton now should be an empowering message. But you guys know what time it is, if I can find my entry into what time it is now. Uh, let's see. It's time for the weekly blog post. Okay. Good morning, Ray. How are you doing, cuz? El primo mio. Okay. This is what I, this morning I woke up. You know, I was sleeping on it last night, so I didn't write the blog yet. I was trying to think about it, and then this morning I woke up to a, a, a good surprise. Uh, no. I, I, good morning, Marian Castiglia. How are you doing? I woke up to a good surprise, and it was an article written written by Kurt Eichenwald. But let, let, let's go ahead and start from the beginning. The title is, FBI Director Bias Entry into Election May Help Hillary Clinton's Chances. And the subtitle, Kurt Eichenwald Describes the Anger Against James Comey in a New Hillary Clinton Attack. And that video is also found in the blog. But here we go. FBI Director James Comey inserted himself into the 2016 election by releasing a three-paragraph letter to Congress 11 days before the election about investigating Uma Abedin, a Hillary Clinton staffer. That's her right-hand person. Look, uh, the Democratic panic is now rampant. But my question is, should we be in a Democratic panic or not? We do not yet know for sure if FBI directors' irresponsible acts will affect the election of Hillary Clinton. But my hunch is that it is a net positive. Before I explain, it is important to understand what FBI Director James Comey did exactly. Kurt Eichenwall wrote a must-read piece title, and find I have a link to the piece in the article, titled Hillary Clinton's Emails, The Real Reason the FBI is Reviewing More of Them, that it, he explains in detail what it goes. But I'm going to read three short paragraphs of what he had in the article. The revelation that FBI has discovered additional emails convulsed the political world and led to widespread and erroneous claims and speculation. Many Republicans proclaim that the discovery suggests Clinton may have broken the law while Democrats condemned FBI Director James Comey for disclosing this information less than two weeks before the election, claiming he did it for political purposes. Continuing with Eisenwald's piece, Donald Trump, the Republican nominee, said the development showed his opponent had engaged in corruption, engaged in corruption on a scale we have never seen before while Clinton called for the FBI to release all of the information it has, saying the American people have a right to know everything. Continuing with his post, the truth is much less explosive. Again, the truth is much less explosive. There is no indication the emails in question were withheld by Clinton during the investigation, the law enforcement officials told Newsweek, nor does the discovery suggest she did anything illegal. And of course, we knew that. Also, none of the emails were to, were to or from Clinton. The officials said, moreover, despite the widespread claims in the media that this development had prompted the FBI to reopen the case, it did not. It did not reopen the case. Such investigations are never actually closed, and it is common for law enforcement to discover the new information that needs to be examined. So said Eichenwall. Okay. Um, we'll respond to the text to the messages down below in a little bit. Hillary Clinton gave a short press conference to address the FBI director's attack on her campaign. She said the following. I have, no, I have now seen Director Comey's letter to Congress. We're 11 days out from perhaps the most important national election of our lifetime. Bowdoin is already underway in our country. The American people deserve to get the full and complete facts immediately. The director himself have said he doesn't know whether the emails referenced in his letter are significant or not. I'm confident 
Whatever they are will not change the conclusion reached in July. Therefore, it is imperative that the Bureau explain the issue in question, whatever it is, without delay. So I look forward to moving forward to focus on the important challenges facing the American people, winning on November 8th, and working with all Americans to build a better future for our country. Thank you. That's the message from Hillary. Democratic voting is currently brisk. Actually, it is very brisk in, in many of the swing states. Hillary Clinton is, whoops, here goes my screen. Hillary Clinton is up in the polls anywhere from a durable 3 to 10% with a clear, a real clear in politics average of about 4.6%. Here's the deal. My concern is that 11 days out, many thought, many people thought 11 days out uh, that Hillary Clinton had already won this. They thought it was a foregone conclusion. Many watched the cable news and the network news believing that these guys have a crystal ball. Here is a reality, or here is the reality. Donald Trump has a lot of supporters, dedicated supporters, ill-informed supporters. He campaign is, his campaign is engaged in guerrilla social media tactics. His campaign uses a magical misinformation type email chains that are very effective for low information voters, a significant percentage of Americans, a significant percentage of Americans. Trump made many Americans believe that they are under attack from the other and establishment politics. An energized Trump voter thinks Trump is their savior and their evangelical leaders are telling them that he is God sent. I, I wrote, I, I, I point to a link that I wrote at Daily Coast that actually made that complete argument. But folks, I now detect a sort of panic that this election is not over. Many who earlier believed that the election was over are are now rethinking that belief. I am receiving emails sounding the alarm. This panic is a good thing. I mean, when Look, you, you guys know, let me drop from the blog for a minute, that I was a strong Bernie Sanders supporter. Apparently, uh, Willie's Media LLC is now on the Hillary Clinton uh, list because now I, I've, I've already received talking points and requests for interviews for their folks to explain this particular issue. So this tells you that they're on board as far as thinking that they are going to nip this on the butt. They're not going to let it slide. They're going to put the messages out there already. Anyway, I'm receiving emails sounding the alarm. This panic is a good thing. However, I really believe this panic is a good thing. Why? It ensures we continue to encourage everyone to vote. It means folks will take every single effort to vote irrespective of any inconvenience that would otherwise cause them not to vote if they were sure if they were assured that Hillary Clinton was, had this win in hand, which isn't the case. The case is the folks need to go out there to vote. I was watching MSNBC and CNN earlier today where you have all these new Trump voters saying now they actually, first they were all resigned that there was a good likelihood that he was going to lose. Now this, Simply saying, we're, in, we're, we're, we're actually looking at some other emails. That was enough to revive them. That was enough to tell them that just maybe there is a possibility that he could win. Well, you know what? I didn't need to see an, a reopening of the case. A reopen, not, well, the case wasn't reopened. I didn't need to see that more emails surface to know that this thing was never over. Two things, and I, I, and I will play the, uh, the, the identity card here. A woman will always have a huge difficulty in this type of an election. And, it's, and, you know, many say, well, if we had another woman other than Hillary Clinton. Are you kidding me? Hillary Clinton is one of the toughest women out there. We have to admit that. And the truth of the matter is, that is the type of first woman uh, we, pro- we probably needed, somebody who's been through the fire. Let me go through a few of the messages, and I'm coming to you uh, 210 in a minute. Um, let's see, Ray said, the media is trying, to, to, trying hard to make it appear 
It is not a partisan decision by Comey. Well, 24 hours later, we're finding out he's a staunch Republican who's only looking out for himself. Absolutely the case, because absolutely the case. It is a sad day in America when Republicans cheer on Russians for hacking the DNC servers. And besides myself, when folks are happy to see WikiLeaks releasing emails that was meant for their peers. True. Christy Hill said, that was from Ray Holder. Um, Christy Hill, Cahill says, did, uh, did Comey do this to get fired when he was instructed by DOJ not to inform Congress? Well, you know, uh, Loretta Lynch is in a difficult position here, uh, Christy. And the reason why is because she was on the tarmac sitting down with, with, um, with Bill Clinton, she kind of took herself out of the loop so he can fly just about solo because if she could have ordered him not to do it. She did not order him not to do it because of conflict of interest given the meeting that she had with Bill Clinton on the uh, that she had with Bill Clinton on this thing. Anyway, folks, remember that this is a call in show. The telephone number is 646-929-2495. If you want to be on air, 646-929-2495. Of course, if you send me messages like Christy, Cahill, Ray Holder, Greg Zick. Hey, Greg. Diggs, uh, they discovered the emails. Let's see what Greg has to say. They discovered the emails while searching the disgraced senator from New York, the ones that exposed himself to ladies. Help me, I can't remember his name. That is Anthony Weiner. Help me, I can't remember his name, but that's how they got the email. That's surely how they got it. Christy Cahill, there is an understanding not to release within in 60 days. You're correct that that's an understanding. That's an understanding that notice whenever it thinks involved Democrats, understandings and, and standard procedures never follow suit. Why? Because I guess only liberals abide, abide by laws. You know what I mean? But anyhow, um, folks, give me a call, 646-929-2495. Again, that number is 646-929-2495 if you want to have a message. I think we have already here John from San Antonio. Come on in, John. How are you doing? Good afternoon, Egberto. How are you doing? So far, so good, John. So far, so good. Talk to me. All right. Uh, I'm not quite as optimistic as you are. I mean, I'm, I'm optimistic about the the actual the facts on the ground, you know, because I, I think the facts on the ground actually, you know, favor Clinton. I think that, that there's really, uh, you know, just a small, incredibly small chance that this is actually going to do her real damage by the law. But, right. you know, I mean, we le- live in a media environment to where, you know, the times where Trump has gotten closer, there have been three yo-yo periods uh, mm-hmm. to where Trump has gotten really close in the polls, and all of them have dealt with negative, uh, you know, email exposure and also negative stories put out by the Trump campaign. And so right. I'm not so sure that this is actually going to be a blessing. I mean, I think what what's happening now is you're getting a lot of pushback, uh, you know, and so I, I'm hoping that that's going to continue. Uh, but, uh, I mean, we'll just have to see how media plays it. I thought media played it pretty poorly yesterday. I mean, this is just oh, like uh, – yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the Pence story. You know, the Pence, the the plane went off the thing, and it, all the news stops. You know, no one was injured, but uh, you know, let's let's stop the news for two hours or more because you know he went off the he went off the ramp. And so, I mean, this is typical. I think of, I mean, I, I mean, there's a lot of great coverage from people uh, in the media, but you know, in this particular case, and I think this happens too often, is that they focus on breaking news and then they forget about everything else, and they don't really try to think about is this really significant or or not. And so, I think that uh, they've overplayed this story. And uh, hopefully there'll be a backlash in saying that you know let's let's actually get to the real facts of the story, and so uh, hopefully that that will happen. Uh, let me, let me say, I don't know that I don't know that they're really going to get to the uh, per se facts of the story because that's not how our media operate. And not only that, they like the sensationalism and they also want the horse race. This media is dying for a horse race. They want a close election. 
They want to be covering this like it's, a, it's real coverage, like if Donald Trump has any reason to be president, like, John Donald, like, like if Donald Trump was even qualified to be president. But that said, uh, I mean, that is my opinion, at least. I don't think they're ever going to get the coverage right. In fact, I think on tomorrow morning, we're going to have to be very vigilant with the, um, with the morning shows where bloggers are going to have to cut those videos up and really slam them. Because what they're going to do is they're not going, in my opinion, I don't think, and we'll see that tomorrow, they won't be going at the meat of the, of, of the issue, which there's not really any meat there, right? What happens is they have a laptop and somehow 11 days, after, 11 days before the election, they decide to check the laptop 11 days before the election. Come on, let's, let's be real now, you know, I mean, um, and see that it actually has, uh, actually has some sort of a other emails on it. It is, it is, it, it, is a, it is the height of uh, hypocrisy to believe that somehow this was not politically motivated by likely uh, establishment FBI characters within the FBI itself that themselves, in my opinion, are partisan. And I really think Comey is, was just the tool necessary to do, you know, to, to go ahead and execute this. But I want to get off of, I mean, I don't, here's the deal. People know who Donald Trump is, and there's, there, I think there are likely more October surprises coming. I think there are more October surprises coming on both against uh, Donald Trump and against Hillary. What's hurtful for me right now is yesterday we had a couple of other women show up uh, about um, on Donald Trump, and it didn't make the news, right? Uh, they, they, they said one line, and then they moved on to emails. And which is more, which is more probative for this election? What, that yet another woman shows up or that they're researching Uma Abedin's email. And th- those are the things that, you know, so, so to believe that the news media is going to get any better, we, don't, we shouldn't expect that. What we should expect, and, and, and let me tell you what, what I mentioned in my blog that's very important. Uh, Trump is working the anti-media. In other words, Trump has already, Trump has left the media a long time ago. He has left the media a long time ago, and he's established his own media. When we've always spoken around here at, at Coffee Party or at KPFT about being the media, that's what we're talking about, because Trump has created an under media that has a large base. And his increase in this little bump up in his increase, people are saying, oh, it's because of what just happened with the, 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 the FBI release. No, he has been working the grassroots. That guy, Bannon, that's working for him, has been using the alt-right to get that base secured. They, I, don't know if, I don't know what's in your feed, but in my particular feed, I am getting a whole lot of Trump information now. I'm getting a whole lot of Trump videos. I'm getting a whole lot of Trump banners that are telling me, you know, that, that, that is showing me how this guy is operating. I'm getting emails from friends who are on, e, on, on Trump's emails list. So Trump is hitting all the back stories. And my, my fear is I see a lot of cane letters from Hillary that saying, give me five bucks, give me 10 bucks, or all the different groups that are working with her, give me 10 bucks. But I don't see the chain letters that are saying, making the case for Hillary and making the case against Donald Trump. And that has to be a part of the entire picture. Yes, they have your numbers game. Yes, they have all of that. But what Trump is doing underneath on the social media sites, on the social media domain is powerful and it's to some extent it is last it, it is election year lasting and i don't see enough of that from the clinton campaign and you say john well i mean i i, I see it i mean i'm not i mean i'm not as involved with social media i think as you are but i mean i mean wh- what i did see is that you know in the past week and i I mean, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the polls because, I mean, I do think it's important, and I think you've kind of mischaracterized some things. Uh, I mean, so I'll go ahead and and just say, you know, it's very important to go out and vote. I did my research yesterday, and I'm going to vote uh, probably Monday or Tuesday or do an early vote here in San Antonio. So the most important thing is to vote. Okay, so so that being said – let me just say that I think the reason why Trump has gained some ground in the even before this happened uh, is that that you know 
during the three debates, we saw how obnoxious Trump was. But there right. are a lot of Republicans who you know, really believe in those social values and believe in those economic values who uh, were turned off by Trump. But now that the debates are over, they don't see Trump as much, you know, or they only see him giving his speeches, which are almost all negative towards Clinton, and they already have a negative idea about Clinton. And so that's why I think the polls are getting closer. Now, you know, this, in the betting markets, it's gone from – Almost overnight, it went from 81% to 75%, and we'll see if that holds. I do think the media, you know, I mean, the media is is searching for the truth. I mean, you, you mentioned the Eichenwald piece, which was a good piece. He was on Lawrence O'Donnell last night. And so there was also a piece uh, in the Washington Post talking about the disapproval of the DOJ. So as the truth comes out, I think that that's going to favor Clinton more. Uh, I mean, the only negative thing that I could I could possibly see is if you know is if Clinton actually sent a, a classified email to Huma Abedin and you know and somehow you know uh, let's say Wiener it was on Wiener's laptop. I mean, that's the only negative thing that could possibly happen that I can think of, and the fact that they're interviewing uh, uh, Anthony Weiner. Well, I mean, I just don't think that that she would do that. I mean, I said that several months ago on your show. I just don't think that she would be so stupid to to send classified emails and all those things that had a little C in the bottom. You know, she pushed back against that and said that they weren't classified. A lot of those were chain emails. Right. I mean, the thing about it is you don't have to – even if she sent a classified email, if it was done erroneously, if it were done by mistake, and the truth – you know, what drives me crazy is for anyone to believe that this woman simply would, uh, would want to, to uh, move classified emails over an unsecured channel, it's kind of it's, it's childish, right? I mean, because no politician, whether Republican or Democrat, wants to do anything like that. Most of the times, those would be things that they just made a mistake and they didn't see a C or they didn't see or whatever, and that would cause them to, that's the only reason they'll do that. So. Even if I'm not even even if she sent a classified message to Uma Abedin, the mere fact that Uma uses several different um, different email address that's something that can happen all the time. Let me give a, my personal example. I'm a director for uh, on, on Coffee Party USA. We have all the directors and and the uh, and chair people have e- uh, Coffee Party email addresses. Egberto at CoffeePartyCom. I my main email address is Egberto at EgbertoWillis.com. Many times I will get an email that comes that, that was sent to Egberto at CoffeePartyUSA.com, and when I reply, I reply uh, because my reply is automated to Egberto Willis, uh, Egberto at EgbertoWillis.com, What I would do is issue a reply, and that's what it replies with the reply to or from. So I mean, it's not at all difficult for something like that to occur. Again. It's not criminal. It is just not paying attention 100%, 100% of the times. So even if that occurred, that wouldn't be something criminal that they found. Now, let me, let me uh, go to the to Facebook a bit. And by the way, folks, you can call at 646-929-2495. Again, that number is 646-929-2495. Address some of the folks in the, in the room. Uh, let's see. Rhonda, I was, you, were, you said you were frustrated when he announced there were no changes, then proceeded to throw out Badly she behaved. Yeah, and that, that, is, that, was, that is something the FBI doesn't do. They don't, if, if they close a case, or not close a case, if they decide they're not going to charge in a case, that's it. You just don't hear from them. The partisanship here was to appease Republicans, to appease his party. What he did after he came out and said, we will press no charges, is he decided that he needed to put some salt into the wound into Hillary's wound. He wanted to damage her. Everybody took that as, or, or, or most, uh, most folks just said, oh, well, he's a straight shooter. No, from the beginning, I said the same thing. He should, by FBI precedent, he should not have done that, period. So you're right. Now, Ledo, as usual, let's see what Ledo had to say. Ledo says, but how do you spin clearly criminal activity? What criminal activity? I mean, uh, 
it, it is funny. There, there were many times that, uh, that the Congress, Senate and Congress, were under control of, of one party, the Republican Party, when they were after Clinton, when they were after uh, both Hillary and Bill. And the fact of the matter is they were never, ever able to bring criminal charges over 30 years. Put it this way. If they're a criminal and they can ex- escape criminality for 30 years, my God, so be a criminal. It is, it is, it is not possible if these guys were criminals. I mean, do they push, the, do they abide by the law? Do they also go as far as the law would let them do? Well, when they ask uh, Donald Trump, hey, why don't you pay taxes? It is wrong for you not to pay taxes. He said, why don't you change the law? If you don't like, I, I do whatever is necessary for my benefit within the law. I don't see anybody on the right side attacking Donald Trump for stating that he will use, he will go to the limit of the law to do what he needs to do. Now, of course, the guy is, uh, is, is the guy is a uh, civilly criminal because of what he's done with all the different free enterprise projects that he had where he built people. But that's another story. Uh, let's see, Rhonda, what criminal, like you're correct from asking Ledo what criminal, because they can't, there's absolutely nothing criminal about uh, the Clintons that anybody can come up with. Funny stuff, Egberto, you do not get all call for bipartisanship and then ignore political reality to shill for, um, listen, I shill for anybody who is being abused. I've also shilled for Republicans, I guess, because I've come to the defense of many a Republican uh, folk before. But in this case, this is an outright misuse of power. This is a misuse of power by both Congress, uh, inching on the director of the FBI. And there is no, no two ways about it. But what I think this will do, what I'm pretty sure this will do in the long run, and this is what I was talking about, uh, John, is I think I saw a lot of people that were pretty much, they, they pretty much conceded that Hillary was going to win, both Democrats and Republicans, even some that were going to vote for Trump. And you ask them if they're going to vote, they said no. Well, Trump has a new, a new thing out on, on social media, and he has it on his um, on his on these pieces and I think it's a real thing. A 713 I'm coming to you. 713249 I'm coming to you in a minute. And I think it's a real thing and I think it's an important thing. I think what it does is it tells folks you have to go out there and vote because it is going to energize his base who thought he was a lost cause, which means the democratic base has to become doubly energized as well. Rhonda says it is insane to believe that Clintons have been able to conduct criminal activity for 30 years. Yeah, I mean, again, it's wishful thinking on those on the right. They've never been able to get them. Okay, 713-249, you're hot. Who do I have the honor of speaking with? Yeah, this is Diggs, Egberto. Hey, Diggs, how are you doing, my friend? Man, I'm doing fine, man. You're sounding good, looking good, my friend. Well, thank you. Talk to me. What, add, add, add to the debate. What do you want to tell us? Well, uh, uh, really, you got a guy on there that says he's waiting for a bipartisan um, uh, uh, critique, okay? Right. So, uh, let, 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 let me give it to him. Uh, okay. The, 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 okay, the, the Clintons, they've gone through the, 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 the investigative and court process and have been found innocent of any wrongdoing, okay? So they've gone through the system, and the system says – they're clean, but the Republican Party wants to say that they're dirty because they've just been exposed to that type of, uh, uh, you know, ridicule. The On the Republican side, when you look at Donald Trump, it's, it's not the nasty things that he says. We already know what he's a more, more or less just a common average guy with money, okay, but not right. much brain, okay? But the thing is, is that, with uh, 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 Donald Trump, his situation is he should be in jail for treason. If anybody should go through the system, it should be him. Anytime you go to a uh, 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 a longtime enemy of the United States, the Russians, and ask them to hack into America, okay, because that's who they're hacking into if they go for right. any political candidate or anybody who's held office before or is holding office now to bust into their uh, 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 emails or anything else, that's treason. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, and, and, 
You're right, Diggs, and it, it's a lot deeper as well, right? This is a man who yes. has he has not only hurt uh, he has not only committed that type of treason against America, but he's also built the uh, uh, the American people. Trump University comes to mind. All the people from building his hotels come to mind. Those people that he refused to pay sure. come to mind. Uh, claiming, telling the, the steel workers that he is going, I am going to be good for you. I'm going to create jobs. Yet he built these expensive hotels and he uses steel from where? From China and other places. If you are really for America, you would pay the price to make sure that Americans get their higher wages by, by, be, by being willing to buy more expensive steel. I know for him it makes no business sense because, yes, we understand, we understand Free, I mean, we understand unfettered capitalism. Unfettered capitalism has no faith in humanity. It is just about the capitalist being able to make the last buck and that the average human being is nothing more than a commodity. Uh, when, after this election, we're going we to be doing a whole lot of shows on what it really means to be an unfettered capitalist and why it is a disaster for the average American citizen. Where we at, uh, we'll be talking that at some other point. But some, a, a very important point to note as well is that people who like to tout that this great guy, Mr. Trump, is a genius. He's so good at business. The monies that were seeded him, the, the, the seed money he received, had that been invested in simply the S&P average, in some sort of S&P fund, he would be worth much more than he's currently worth. What that means is as a businessman, He's a failure. If you compare where he started compared to where some other folks have started, like uh, the richest man in America, what's his name? Um, uh, Warren Buffett. Warren, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Warren, Warren Buffett. Buffett started. Warren Buffett used the capitalist system to build, and then when he got the what? Then when he got the the, the, the spoils of unfettered capitalism, what did he say? What did Gates say? They realized. That that is much, and they won't say it quite loudly, but they understand unearned gains belong to the commons, and that's exactly what they're doing with their wealth. They're returning their wealth to the commons. But we can't mm. trust that all capitalists are going to behave in that manner. Look, there is a there, there's a reason to have capitalism used as a tool. I have no problem with that, but not as an ideology. And in America, it's an ideology, and it's a false ideology that many people who are voting for Trump believe in because they believe the fallacies that somehow it is going to make their lives better, which it is what is directly responsible for destroying their lives. The coal miner, it has yeah. destroyed their lives. The oil digger, they have destroyed their lives. Those people who work in all the, the, the textile industries and all these other industries, Trumpian type capitalism destroyed their lives. And they're trying to equate yeah. that into something else. You wanted to add to that. Who have, somebody wanted to add yeah, to that. Did, yeah, Go ahead, you, Dick. Did you, did, do you remember what uh, 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 Buffett said? Buffett yes. made a statement that it is a shame that he pays less taxes than his secretary. And he Absolutely. made the statement that, yes, he needs to make, make, uh, pay more taxes. Now, that's the American ideology. On the opposite side, you've got Trump, who is anti-American. He doesn't pay right. his workers. He files bankruptcy to shield himself. He calls that smart. We call that underhanded. Okay, because we wind up picking up the tab. We uh, wind uh, up picking exactly. up the tab for Australia. Every time he went bankrupt. Yes. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, so you're generally, the people are actually elect, are trying to elect somebody that's anti-American, that is against them, that won't do anything for them, he'll do everything for himself. And that is, now, smart. that is our responsibility, though, because, again, exactly. we, don't want, that, we don't want to hold the under-informed, the misinformed, the ill-informed. Uh, we don't want to hold that against them. Let me tell you, it is very powerful. The right-wing... Uh, and and I, I, I would challenge you to read, go to my, my site, theliberalnetwork.com, and click on the right side and read this thing called, actually, I think I have it at egbertowillies.com, egbertowillies.com. Go ahead on the right side of where, where I have a, a set of links for education uh, and read this thing called the Powell Manifesto. 
Okay, and it's important because there was a lot of money spent to effect the Powell Manifesto. This money was, if, if you go to my website, and I think you go to, uh, let's see what, uh, if you go to research on the top and then click on, I'll have to tell you about it a little later because now I can't find it. But I, okay. I'll have to tell you about it later. But if you go there, yes, you can sir. read the Powell Manifesto and see how it was orchestrated to misinform people, to, uh, to indoctrinate people into a false ideology in order to maintain the supremacy of the business class. And of course, you know, the business class came with another kind of supremacy as well. So, I mean, that was the, that was the intent of the Power Manifesto when it was realized that folks like the, uh, the labor unions were getting powerful. The universities were enlightening people so that people started to ask, well, why am I not getting my piece of the pie? And if everybody starts asking for their piece of the pie, what happens is everybody realizes that billionaires should never exist. And let me repeat that. Billionaires should never exist. Nobody has done enough work. Nobody has contributed enough to society to be themselves a billionaire. When it is the work and brains and blood and toil of everybody else that has given them the wherewithal for everything that they have. I'm not saying that they're not ingenious in a lot of times in the way they produce. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't pay a premium for some of that because they were the organizational effect. Bill Gates was the organizational system that created Microsoft that made him and several others billionaires. But those billions weren't earned. Those billions were a mathematical and economic fiction because of an aberration within capitalism. And we have, to, we have to put within the brains of people. We have, to put, we have to get people believing that reality. They've been indoctrinated into believing that somehow those with billions are worthy. And that is what we're fighting with Trump. Trump gets a pass. Trump gets several passes. And for all my white friends, I, I must say this, but he gets the white man's pass. He also gets the billionaire pass. He also gets the male pass. You know, Obama did get the male pass. He didn't get the other pass. So, I mean, having a Hillary in this mix, the amount that she is going to have to take to cross that boundary and to let, to let other women understand that it's okay, because Hillary Clinton's problem is not just men. Hillary Clinton's problem is also women. Women who, it is, and, and Diggs and, and other folks that are in, a, in some minority group, let's say black, Latino, Chinese, whatever, that in America is the minority. There is a certain slave mentality that one has. And that slave mentality comes from because you have not seen that realization here. You believe that it's not possible. And, Hillary has to cross that boundary. She has to cross that boundary, not just for the average person. She has to cross that boundary for women. Because still, if you look at the evangelical women who believe in the crap that they read, that somehow the man must be the dominant. Somehow, that is an anti-Clinton vote. And it's women as well that won't be voting for Clinton. Let me go to another call. I think we have 314. 314, come on in. Who do I have the honor of speaking with? You know, I uh, these, this last batch of FBI, or should I say, revelations, it's yes. good. It reveals okay. exactly what this woman is all about. Now, I'm African American. I'm voting for. I'm supporting Donald Trump. Okay. And I, I never in, my, in the years that I've been alive have seen so much attacks on an individual candidate. Mm-hmm. This is totally totally ridiculous and hopefully that the whites would get off their butts and off the couch and get out and support this candidate okay let me ask you something what's your name sir my name is Pianchi I'm located here in the St. Louis region where some candidate has George Steins all over the place called we must stop killing ourselves I never met the person okay 
Tell Tiaki, let me let me have a, a little bit of questions for you and, and let's see where we're at. Um, what specifically is the reason that you are supporting Donald Trump? And, and you know, give me some short sentences. Give me some points, bullet points. Oh, you mean some of the things that he proposed? No, no. I, tell me why, you, as a person, you believe Donald Trump is good for this country, and what is he going to do for your for you as as well, an elected? Uh, well, Donald, well, I would shouldn't ask Donald Trump to do no more for me than what I've asked the Clintons to do. I understand. So why should I expect that? I, I want you to understand that, okay? Yeah. But some of the things, you know, as far as the black community concerned, mm-hmm. uh, his ideas on school choice would be tremendous. Really? His ideas on legal – well, absolutely it would be tremendous. Like that? What are those School ideas choice that? where a, parents can, a parent can choose uh, what school, what environment that they feel best for their child, and also to have uh, vouchers okay. to follow that child. Great. I love that you said that because I want to examine that. Um, how much research have you done on school choice? I've been doing a lot of research on school, school choice. We was heard one of the first ones to file a lawsuit here in the state of Missouri. Okay, How much have you done? That, uh, a lot, because I'm a blogger that's blogged about it. Now, uh, have you realized that charter schools, uh, their performance, they're well, they well underperform public schools. You realize that, right? No, that's not true, and I can tell you. Here in St. Louis, we have a construction training school, which does very well. It acclimates young students in the areas of commercial construction, and it does well in preparing them. I went to what was called a charter school, huh? Well, are you going to let me answer the question? Yeah, but I want want short points so that we can have a discussion. I believe you, first of all, that that particular school may be a good school. I'm saying in the aggregate, uh, charter schools, are not that, that their performance or they well underperform public schools. And secondly, by um, simply by arithmetic, there are two things that happens with charter schools, right? One is that given that they, they one, they remove money from the public schools. And, and secondly, not only do they remove money for the public school, but because most of them have a profit motive, the profit becomes an expense to the children. Well, let so me ask just, you a question before you go too far. How did you get on yeah. charter schools? I said school choice. School choices, charter schools are just another form. Good public schools is another form. Private schools is another form. And the idea that what you said is just not true. And here's another point. It doesn't take money. Well, sir, you know, you're just like a typical Democrat when a Republican is talking. Okay. I'm not a Republican. I'm a conservative. Make your point. As I was saying before, it does not take money. The money... That here, presently, charter schools, since you was on that topic, presently, charter schools where parents take their child to, here in St. Louis, you have about $16,000 that's allocated to that child if he's sitting in a traditional chair in a traditional building. Only about $6,000 follow that child to, to the charter school. That means you got $10,000 still left in the public school system with no child to attend to. So how are they losing money? Go ahead. Um, yeah, I really question those numbers. I seriously so, I, question because that doesn't get everything Louis, I've ever read me. about that. Here in the city of St. Louis, I give you my phone number, 314-677-4953. Those figures. Okay. Also, an, another reason. Another reason. Let me just take. Let me just say this first. It's a false statement. What they used to come up with the sixteen thousand. Oh boy, here's a false statement. Let me tell you what they used to come up with the sixteen thousand. They used capitalization on 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 the schools and all of those different factors. The reality is the numbers that he should be using, which he's not using, is how much money the legislature gives each year per student to the school, and it's not sixteen thousand dollars. The legend in, in the city of St. Louis, we had Beaumont High School years ago. What is the average daily attendance revenue was over twenty thousand dollars per child. In the city of St. Louis, it's between fourteen and sixteen thousand dollars, depend on how much, how much, whatever you want to call it here, gist that the that the school gets. 
We have some schools here that don't receive hardly no federal assistance other than the students that's going that's on free and reduced lunch and very little or none from the state. They are locally funded, and they do outstanding. Okay. Those again. schools are Clayton. Wait a minute. Those schools are Clayton and Ledoux. Now, as I said before, you're simply wrong. And I'll, I'll go. What I'll do at this at the end of this show is put. I tell you what. Give me a contact box. number where I can contact you where we can have this discussion long. Since you saying I'm wrong, you and you never have been here. Go to a better. I don't want to be going to no generic website. Give me a number where oh. we can talk in person. No, no, no. What is that's where my information is. You go to Egberto Willis and my contact information is right there. There's, I don't hide it. All from right, anybody. you got my contact number on your screen, the 314 yes. number. You call me up and we'll discuss this further. I dare you. Well, Thank you. It's not, about, it's not about daring you, sir. It's that I just don't need to waste time with folks that aren't giving good, that are lying to folks. Because you come on my show and you were able to put out the lie and then behind closed doors, I refute you. No, I refute you online. Because that's the way the rest of America gets to see the truth, as opposed to trying to refute you on an individual basis. Go ahead, John. It seems, seems like you wanted to say something. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, one of the reasons why charter schools also are so favored by Republicans is because uh, they don't have most in most states. They don't have unions, and public schools do have unions. Right. And so, when you were talking about the ways. That that people uh, you know can actually make their their uh, life more fair. The two ways that are that are very distinct are to actually increase taxes on the rich to what they were between the war, the period after World War II until the Reagan era, in which there was more uh, fairness. In, in in the middle class and in the working class, and the, there was more prosperity in the in right. that, those two areas also. And the other one uh, is to form unions, and there were more unions also. And just, just like you said in the Powell Manifesto, uh, uh, you know, our doctrine, you know, the unions have been slipping, and that's why all this income inequality has happened. Right. Those, are the, those are the two main reasons. And so, of course, they love charter schools. They love to say, you know, let's not let's not have as qualified teachers that aren't as qualified, who don't for, uh, form unions, who we don't have to pay as much, and uh, then you can kind of go from there. So that that's one of the main reasons for that. But you know, it's uh, and also it is the, the, the it's the ideology of privatization. It's the ideology of privatizing everything. If you notice on my show on. KPFT 90.1 FM on Thursdays at 3 p.m. I mentioned about the, the toll road system. It's like here in Texas, we're all under Republican control and we're trying to privatize everything. We have the school district here in Humble, Texas, who pulled the fast one on the people in Humble, where they actually brought in a superintendent who is, whose real intent is to start the charter schools and start all these type of private things going. They're, they're fooling the, the, the people in the state, I mean, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the district, but like the toll roads, we are going into, we are trying to privatize everything. And what privatization means is that, as opposed to a government collecting taxes that that helps us all, uh, or, or or that that is distributed throughout to make the commons better, privatization means some fat cat, whoever is the owner of the school, whoever is the owner of the roads, whoever is the owner of all the things that we thought were of uh, were common to us all are the ones who you pay and they make a profit. In effect, they siphon the wealth off of a few individuals, siphon the wealth off the majority of American citizens. They become little governments within their own right, taxing us for the commons. It is, I mean, it is an aberration that's something we have to get with. And I see that, um, uh, let's see, I think this is my friend from, is this Jack? Come on in, Jack. Yeah. Talk to me real quick. Yes. Okay, there's three things I want to say. Uh, okay. Now, Hillary, they got all, all that crap. Right. And, uh, it was uh, 25, 30 years back. Is irrelevant. Right. There should not have been even a discussion on that. 
Absolutely. It's going back to uh, McCarthyism, and it's going back to uh, it's, it's, it's crap it on both Trump and uh, and Hillary Clinton. Right. Uh, I don't want to say that uh, that Trump will will take this, this, the the uh, the 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 hell the chipper will vote. I mean, the, right. What okay, what's your second uh, point, John? I mean, uh, uh, Zach. Point. Pardon? Go ahead, Zach. Okay. I'll take the, uh, uh, the, uh, what the hell, which I'm uh, very much against. I can't think of the name of it now. It's, it slips my mind. It's What, oh, what is it about? Clipper. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it begins with a okay, P. Okay, think about it, and we'll come back to you, Jack. Think about it. Write it oh, down. No. Uh, okay. All right. Let me let me say another thing. It will take. Uh, it'll be a, a close race in certain mm-hmm. areas. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Thank you, Jack. You're Thank you're great you. as usual. Now, um. Look, folks, let me tell you, Jack is absolutely right. It's going to be a close race. It's going to be definitely a close race that's coming on here. And I, I think um, my, my concern is Jack, uh, not, not Jack, but to John, is I think uh, it, unless we mitigate this, this attack from the FBI, unless we mitigate it quickly and reactivate folks, and get and I hope those polls don't move too much. What's going to happen is the House will not be in play at all. I think I think the Senate is going to be a little tighter than we would have hoped for. Uh, but I think what we have to do, if those people who really think that Hillary Clinton is the best choice, it is time to get. Um, like I said, the blessing is that. For those of us who just, not those of us, for those who thought that this race was a foregone conclusion, it is time now to get off your butts and do some work to make those calls. I know a lot of you would get some moveon.org message that says, hey, do you want to call folks in in these swing states? Say yes and go on. If they get 10,000 people calling, 1,000 people. If they get 10,000 people calling 50 people apiece or 30 people apiece or however many you can do a piece, you can do it from the, generally from, your, from the, your laptop, from your cell phone, anywhere. Because what it's going to take is some activation here because it is clear. It is clear that with all the money Hillary Clinton has, what she needs most is not advertising on TV, which she has to do. But it's also grassroots. Somebody who knows somebody who can also say, please do remember to go out there and vote. So, I mean, we're coming to the close of the show. So, Jack, I'm going to come back to you in a, in a few seconds so that you can give a closing statement. So, please be prepared with your closing statement, Jack. Give me your closing statement, John. Okay, I'm looking up this thing about the, the, the public schools. In, in Washington, D.C., the average in uh, charter schools is 18,150 and the public schools are 10,408, and that's consistent with everything I've ever read. So, I mean, right. So just, I mean, just to confirm that. Also, I think the Senate races are a lot closer. I mean, this kind of feeds into your, your narrative about let's go out and vote. Those Senate right. races, are, there's five races within two points. Right. So I mean, those those polls have tightened a little bit too. Besides the McGinty race in, in Pennsylvania, so I want to right. encourage everybody to go out and vote. That that's the most important thing. And uh, you know, I guess we'll have one more show next Saturday, and and then yes. after that, you know, the eighth is the the big day. It's so the big uh, day. Uh, we are going to have a, a, an election coverage, but. Hey, look, thank you very much for calling, John. Keep on keeping on and keep on doing what you do. Jack, give me a 10-second closer, quickly. Okay, it's going to be, uh, uh, it begins with a T, uh-huh. and, uh, and and it compares with Facebook's social pro- program. Twitter. It's my mind, but, uh, but uh, 
but Trump will take uh, that vote of the tripper vote. Got it. Thank you very much, Jack. Folks, look, uh, let's let's continue to this. Do remember, please, to go ahead and share these shows. Also, if you're online, please remember to go politics done right with Egberto Willis and click like so that we can keep you informed. My name is Egberto Willis. This is politics done right. You guys have a wonderful day. Okay. My Facebook users uh, are listening.